0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Taken from a uh, discourse called Abandoning the Hindrances. From the Middle-Length Discourse written a long time ago... um, the tone of the greater discourse of Anapursa. So greed or covetousness. The simile for um, greed is Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, if uh, a person takes out a loan to start a business, this is very kind of funky, you know, straightforward. A person wants to take out a loan and does take out a big loan to start a business. So he's in debt or she's in debt. So this is the feeling of greed. This is the simile for greed: being in debt. When I want something. I'm in debt to who I want that from or what I want. If I want a Mercedes, I'm in debt because I can't have that Mercedes. I have less than to get that Mercedes. If I want someone's praise, I'm in debt to that person. I'm putting them where I can't have what they've got. There's a certain uh, quality of not enough So that's the, the, uh, the ground of greed, is not enough. That feeling of not enough and wanting, reaching. <clears throat> and the simile for abandonment of greed is you paid off your loan, your business is working well, you're not in debt anymore, and you've got enough to feed your family. isn't that nice it's not that I have enough to uh, buy a Rolex or not enough that I can go on a fancy uh, you know European vacation or I have um, the world I'm I'm, uh, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump and I've got big crowds you know no I just I've got enough money just that thought that reflection simply I've got enough money to take care of my needs and my family's needs. That's the feeling of abandoning greed. So that can be a reflection. When covetousness comes up, the reflection, the feeling is indebtedness. And a a reflection on abandoning that covetousness is, I have enough. I've got enough money. Simple. Isn't that nice? I've got enough money. Don't have to worry about that. Or you could extend it if you want. I have enough social contacts. Got a community here at IMC. I have enough in that regard. Got enough success in the world. I've got enough meaning in my life. It's okay. I'm not setting any big records for anything. I've just got enough. It's a great feeling. And when that feeling is inhabited, one purifies one's mind from covetousness and Considering this one would be glad and full of joy, so I you know that's that's something to be glad and full of joy that i don't have any debt that I have enough money very gladdening so ill will the simile for ill will is um Having a disease, um, having um, being gravely ill and unable to take in food, um, <clears throat> afflicted, suffering. One's body has no grief, uh, no uh, strength. Okay, so. Um, that's the sense of ill will. There's a poison in the system. There's a disease, an illness. We, I'm having this illness of this ill will. Um, I experienced this very directly. I had a uh, operation and I, uh, unexpectedly, my digestive system wouldn't work. They didn't tell me about that and it seemed it seemed um, like something was wrong with me because nobody told me about that. It wasn't in any of the stuff I'd read about it. And my my digestive system didn't work for five days. I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't pass gas and I was full of gas anyhow from the operation. They put gas into my system, um, to expand this area so they could do whatever they needed to do down here. And, um, my system just said, I've had enough. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. And, and, you know, so, and I needed to take in food because if I didn't take any food, then it certainly wouldn't work. I needed to, but it just said, welcome, food. <laughs> but, you know, you're not going anywhere. And uh, then on the uh, fifth day, I drank this horrible concoction I was advised to by a doctor and things started to move and started to work and and I um, felt this wow there's this need to go to the bathroom and and um, I went to the bathroom and there was something there excuse me this is a little graphic but uh, 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 but it was great it was like you know I didn't really and, and by the way I couldn't meditate because this discomfort was pressing against the incision so there was pain, so it was all this area down here where I would concentrate, what if I meditate? And I couldn't meditate, so I just had to kind of go through this, miserable. And uh, so then I, I went to the bathroom, and it was like some hope, it, this is all very tangible, this isn't theoretical, I was very, like some hope came into me, some um, optimism, and like, wow, I'm gonna be okay this is going to happen. My digestive system is going to work. And and this, this hope and this happiness um, gradually became stronger and stronger. And um, I woke up the next morning with the thought, not that I'm going to spend the day in this endless whatever, discomfort and affliction, but that things were getting better. And I wanted actually something to eat and uh, my wife made me some soft boiled eggs with salt and pepper and it was the most delicious thing I'd ever eaten Um, and this happiness this optimism this gladness became so very strong I've never experienced such tangible happiness before and that's when I actually this was right by my chair and for the first time I picked this up and I read but later one would recover from the affliction and one's food would agree with him and one's body would regain strength, then on considering this, one would be glad and full of joy. So this is an easy one for me um, to reflect when I have ill will, when I have this disease, this affliction of ill will, I can reflect on, I'm he- I'm he- healthy. There's a there was a connection there. If it's, it's, this is ancient wisdom, you know, there's a connection. It's beautiful. I'm healthy. My all this m- amazing stuff, you know, down here, these intestines and whatever, it works. It processes food. Amazing. My heart, this amazing heart without my doing a thing about it, it beats and sends blood through my system. And my lungs just breathe, they breathe me. And I can walk. And how fortunate I am just to have good health. And my heart fills with gladness and joy. So that can be the reflection from, these simile, from this simile. Ill will, disease, affliction, abandonment of ill will, good health, gladness for good health. Doubt. Do any of you experience doubt? Self-doubt, doubt doubt in your practice. Doubt is about our good qualities. We don't doubt our bad qualities. We know they're bad, but we doubt our good qualities. We doubt our practice. We doubt ourselves. So, the simile for um, doubt is... A person is um, has wealth and property. You know, you're in good shape. And this is before you have doubt. Everything's fine. You know, you have these wholesome qualities. You're getting along well. You're going through your life. Everything is okay. You're not sick. You don't have any debt. But then you enter into this long desert journey going into the desert. So that's the simile for doubt. Embarking on this desert journey. Think about that. How much doubt that might create in you. You don't know if you're going to make it. So when you feel this doubt you could sense from this, you know, from this simile the shakiness of the feeling of the shakiness of embarking on a desert journey. And then the simile for the abandonment of doubt is the journey's over and you're just back to where you were. you've got wealth, you've got property, you know, everything's fine. So why even doubt in the first place? You know, you could you know, think, I, I was fine before. I don't have to be on this desert journey. I can just reflect on, I'm okay. I'm just Okay. So, safe and secure with no loss to your property. Then on considering this one would be glad and full of joy. So we're running out of time. I'll just briefly um, touch on the last two. Um, uh, Fear, worry, restlessness, agitation is compared to being a slave. It's kind of interesting, the culture that this came from. You know, slavery was very prevalent. Desert journeys were very prevalent. Um, So, but then you're no longer a slave. So freedom from slavery. Freedom. The slavery of our worries. You know, we're enslaved by our fears. We're enslaved by our anxiety. We're like, you know, like like a, you know, we're in chains. We're in bondage. So we don't have to be. We can be free of that. And we are free of that. We are not slaves. I, literally, I'm not a slave. That's nice not to not be a slave. I, I, I don't know if this is connecting with you. This I'm just sort of going through this rather esoteric um, set of similes, but um, I find it useful. Well, the last one is uh, uh, for... Uh, Sloth and torpor, the prison. You're in prison, then you're out of prison. Imprisoned by resistance, imprisoned by this um, maybe this haze that comes over us in meditation where we're sort of like lost and not even caring that we're lost. And, but then, you know, we're, free, we're, we're let out of jail and there's light and air and we're free from prison. So, when these five hindrances are unabandoned in oneself, a practitioner sees them respectively as debt, a disease, a prison house, slavery, and a road across the desert. But when these five hindrances have been abandoned in himself, one sees that as freedom from debt, healthiness, release from prison, freedom from slavery, and a land of safety. And this simile, this uh, is an is a introduction into concentration. So it's meant as relieve ourselves of these hindrances. The first step is to relieve ourselves from these obstacles then we can settle in to our practice. We can settle into our samadhi. Okay, thank you.